Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. But first, joining me on the line now, the whole way from LA, is Suzanne Morad. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Great. So, first of all, the very first thing that I need to ask you about, because I know yes. that we weren't allowed to talk about it last week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who were you interviewing last week? I got to sit down with the Morgan Freeman uh, last week, which was seriously probably my life slash career highlight at the moment. Um, I also sat down with Gerard Butler and Jada Pinkett Smith and Nick Nolte, who are all in the newest film, Angel Has Fallen, which is part of the, the franchise you might remember. Um, Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. So this is the third film in the franchise. And so I was lucky enough to sit down with Morgan um, ahead of the movie to talk about it, which, by the way, it's jam-packed with action. If you love action, you're going to love this film. Um, it's also got a really great sort of dramatic story. So it's, it's, it's great if you love drama. It's great if you love action. It's kind of got it all. It's even got a few laughs in there as well. So I think it's a kind of film that, everybody would enjoy um, but during the interview I did ask him if, if I think he or if he thinks he'd make a good president because he plays a president in part three and uh, he said yes and that that actually got a chuckle from Nick Nolte who was also sitting in, in the interview and and the film's director um, which he kind of was like well why why wouldn't I make a good president so he's so charming and so lovely and uh, what else did I speak to him about um he actually did a lot of his own stunts in this film. So he said, 82 years old, I did say to him, is it true that you did a lot of your own stunts in this film? And he's so cheeky. He was kind of like, yes, why are you surprised? Obviously, because he's 82 years old, the film has a lot of very intense action scenes. But apparently he, you know, was kind of almost outrunning Gerard Butler in some of those scenes. So um, it was great to chat to him. And also, if you've ever wondered what his spirit animal might be, he told me his spirit animal would be a cat because they are independent, capable, and smart. And uh, he told me this story about how a cat had kittens in his roof. And so he loves cats. And um, it, there's a, the reason I asked was because there was references throughout the film to Mike Banning, who is played by Gerard Butler. Um, you know, at one moment, in one scene he was called a, a bull and another scene he was called a lion. So I was curious to know what, what their spirit animal in real life would be. And that's what he said. Another interesting tidbit as well was Nick Nolte, who – plays Mike Benning's father, who is Gerard Butler in this film. Um, I asked if anything sort of happened on set that was kind of a near miss because there's a lot of, like, the scenes are really incredible, like the fighting scenes and the action scenes. And he said that Nick Nolte's hair apparently 
singed in one of the scenes, his beard and his hair. So it's grown back now. So um, he wasn't hurt, but I thought that was quite funny. Oh my God. How, how awkward would that be <laughs> on a film set? Right, exactly. Um, I have to say, like, I, I've interviewed some pretty cool people, but I'd say nowhere near as cool as Morgan Freeman. I, I can't even imagine. Oh. Were, were you not, like, terrified sitting there in front of them? I was nervous before going in. And, you know, when you do film junkets, press junkets, you've got a very short window of time to to, to sit, sit down, build rapport, ask the questions, get the answers and get out. You've literally got either three or four minutes and then it's like you get wrapped up and then it's on to the next person and there's all the different media who are there kind of, you know, in and out all day long and, you know, you also want to get them at a time where they're fed, you know, they're they're not hungry, the stars aren't hungry, they're they're feeling good, they've got the energy because if you're there at the end of the day, sometimes it's a lot harder to get, you know, the gold that you want to get. But he was, I was nervous, but he was actually – really warm and really charming that within the first few seconds I was I was put at ease and um you know he was laughing and smiling and so I was like yeah I was I was pretty chuffed with that nice yeah in fairness now I get quite hangry myself so I can fully fully (laughs) relate to that you don't want a hangry Morgan Freeman you know I couldn't even imagine that like does that man even have any anger in him he's kind of like a a butter walking around isn't he he is. He's so cool. He's so chill. And um, he's just an incredible, incredible man. And his voice, OMG, his voice is like the voice of God. <laughs> like <laughs> He just has the most incredible, distinctive voice. And yeah, I don't think there's anyone, any actors that have the same kind of voice as Morgan. No, definitely. So tell me, uh, you have a bit of a Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth update for us. Yes, I do. So, you know, we did we did speak about it last week and how the news had broken that the two had separated and she was spotted packing on the PDA in Italy with Caitlin Carter, her new flame. And so this week, earlier in the week, there were reports that her and Caitlin were at Soho House in West Hollywood, which is like an exclusive members club. And they've got, I'm sure, there's Soho Houses sort of all over the world. Apparently they were getting really steamy in front of everybody at Soho House and uh, somebody on the inside sort of leaked reports. There were no pictures because you can't take pictures in there, but they were saying they were they were all over each other in front of everyone. They didn't care who saw and they were very much looking like they were together. Then a couple of days later, TMZ reported that Liam has now filed for divorce. So that a lot of people were hoping and holding out that maybe they're going to get back together. Maybe this is just another time that they've broken up and that they won't be getting a divorce so quickly. But Liam has filed for divorce. Irreconcilable differences was was what was um, was put down, and yeah, it seems like it really is the end for them. However, Miley also took to social media this week, where you might remember last week I was saying there were a lot of reports that were sort of pointing the finger and the blame as to why this has happened. Some were saying that, well, Miley herself was saying that Liam apparently allegedly drinks and parties a lot um, and there were reports that she cheated. She took to social media saying, you can call me a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. I don't have the best reputation. Yes, I'm the twerking queen. Yes, I've got this sort of wild reputation. But one thing I am not is a liar or a cheater. And she wasn't going to sit by and let people say this. And basically it was on her Instagram and her Twitter. So if you if you head there, you can see those, uh, the statement. But she's basically got very candid and very raw about the situation and said that she loves Liam, always will love Liam, but she's in a very different place in her life now and that she's happier and healthier than she's ever been. 
and she is moving on and doesn't want people to say that she's a liar or a cheater because those are things that she's not and that she's never cheated on Liam. That's fair, fair enough. Oh, yeah, no, I, I actually, I did see that statement myself. Yeah, you know, she did get a lot of support as well from celebrities in the comments. I saw a comment from Madonna. Madonna was in her comment section saying, you know, um, praising her for, for, for speaking out as well as Bella Thorne, Vanessa Hudgens, Selma Blair. There were a lot of lot of people in the comments that were basically showing her support and I think, you know, kind of praising her for, for opening up and sort of setting the record straight. Okay, fair enough. And on to some more, I don't know, heartbreak, I suppose. Taylor Swift, what's happening with Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift's had a massive week. Um, her very much anticipated album called Lover, which I've been listening to it the last couple of days. And it's, it's really, really great. It's got so many bops where she's really, you know, opening up about love. And um, there's so many great tunes on this album. And so that kind of had a lot of people in a tears because every time Taylor Swift does something, you know, her album everybody's been waiting for for such a long time. And in the lead up to the release, she appeared on Good Morning America where she performed and also sat down for an interview where she revealed that after November 2020, she will be re-recording all of her old masters. Now, this is something quite big, and I'm not sure if you remember hearing about it, but Scooter Braun, who she hasn't had a great relationship with in the past, has actually purchased and owns all of her old masters for her old albums when he bought uh, Big Machine Records, which is the company that was her record label. And she had taken to, to her Tumblr, where she often re- reports, a lot, where she goes and speaks to fans is outside of social, social media. She's often on Tumblr, where she had, had a really long statement where she talked about the fact that she had been wanting to buy her own masters, but the, the record company wouldn't let her. And then she was you know, shocked to hear the news when everybody else heard the news, apparently, that now Scooter Braun owns those records and it was like a really big thing in the media Scooter had reached out to her um, apparently privately and on social to talk to her about it but she apparently to this point hasn't spoken with him but now she's revealed that she's going to be able to re-record them all after November 2020 based on the terms of her contract so I think fans are pretty excited about that and it's going to be interesting because she had a very different sound as a teenager to what she has now so it'll be interesting to hear what these albums will sound like as Taylor as a 30-year-old woman. Definitely. Was that when um, her and Justin Bieber got into a big argument as well? Exactly, yeah. So Justin Bieber is represented, well, his manager is Scooter Braun, and uh, a lot of Scooter's talent had come out to defend him when, when, when Taylor was essentially writing him off about what was going on in the media. And it kind of goes way back. There were, when there were problems with... Um, Justin and Taylor in the past and and Taylor thinks that they were bullying her on social media and so yeah there's been a few different big celebrities that have been involved in this and so it'll be interesting to see if they do eventually call it truce because we know Taylor and Katy Perry had some major differences in the past but they've recently reconciled so it'll be interesting to see if that's going to happen with Scooter. Interesting enough Scooter did take to Twitter when the album shortly after the album released and congratulated and praised Taylor on the album, where if you, if you look at all the comments on his tweet, fans are basically saying, ah, yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> um, not happening. And just, if you really want to praise her, then let her buy her, you know, her masters back. And so I don't think you'll be in a hurry to though, because he did pay $300 million for them. 
Oh, wow. Okay, that, that is a lot of dollar bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out with her re-recording them and um, what Scooter does with them as well. So 100%. So what is happening mm-hmm. with Tom Holland? So Tom Holland this week, uh, Save Spidey was trending on Twitter and fans were just not well because news broke that Tom Holland is most likely no longer going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Spider-Man's been in a lot of Marvel films. Now, apparently there was some sort of deal between Disney, who owns Marvel, and Sony where they were able to use the Spider-Man character who is owned by Sony in Marvel films. And that's why you've got him in films like um, Avengers Endgame and and a number of others. So apparently there was a breakdown in negotiations over financing and money. And it was reported this week that he won't be be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe anymore. And a lot of fans have been really upset about this. Of course, this doesn't mean he won't be playing Spider-Man. He still will be playing Spider-Man and will be in Spider-Man standalone films. He just won't be in films unless they come to some sort of agreement uh, that are part of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, while this was all going on, he had posted on Instagram some really cute pictures of him and Robert Downey Jr., who plays uh, Tony Stark in, in the Avengers films, uh, sorry, in the Marvel films. And he'd said, you know, we didn't miss the Stark and fans were just like sort of hearts were breaking everywhere because people just want to see him continue part of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And yesterday he spoke at a Disney D23 convention on it and sort of publicly for the first time where he said he's had a great time over the last five years. He doesn't really know what the future holds, but he's going to continue to have the best time of his life playing Spider-Man and that, you know, he loves everybody from the bottom of his heart. It's been a crazy week. I love you 3,000 were his words, which is, you know, a famous line from, from Avengers Endgame. So I guess we'll wait and see. Nothing, I mean, anything can happen. It's Hollywood as well. So he might, there might be a deal that is reached. But at this point, it doesn't look like he will be part of the Marvel films. Oh, Which has a lot of fans very upset, as you can understand. Yeah, no, 100%. Hopefully that all gets uh, ironed out. Yeah. So what is happening with, you have a bit of good news for us um, about little Nace. Yeah, well, not so good for little Nas, but um, but he's also not mad about it, that he has been finally toppled off the number one spot of the Billboard Hot 100. He's been sitting there for the last 19 weeks, and Billie Eilish is the one to dethrone him um, with her song Bad Guy, which I absolutely love. I adore Billie Eilish. I think she's incredible. And she's now sitting at the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100. So he did, when news of it broke, um, tweeted about it and congratulated her uh, because it's like he was kind of untouchable. You know, everyone from Taylor Swift to Beyonce to um, Ariana Grande had released music during that period but didn't take him down from the number one spot. And, And now, yeah, he no longer is number one. That's Billie Eilish's bad guy. Oh my god! I I didn't realize because I knew Billie Eilish was getting absolutely massive over in Ireland and the UK, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. that she was topping the billboards over there as well. Yeah, she is now at only seventeen years old. I just cannot wait to see what her future holds because she. I always think of Billie as like the new Lord. You know, when Lord yeah. was first on the scene, and you know she was so young and just had this sound and voice of someone so much more, you know, like older and like this old soul and just this really interesting edgy sound. And, um, and that's kind of like Billy now and she's got an incredibly huge fan base. So 
I'm really excited to see what happens with her career. Hopefully, and then I mean, not not to end on a sad note, but something yes. going on with Sean Mendes, I see. Yes, I know, not to end on a bad note, but um, Sean Mendes was in a bit of hot water this week when a fan asked him at a Q and A, and kind of got him to address some old, insensitive, racist tweets that were made a very long time ago. A lot of famous people, you you probably hear about this all the time, where things they said many many years ago before they were famous get dug up because you know. You can't hide it on social media unless you deleted it back then. And, you know, people dig things up from from years ago. And basically he was asked to address these very sort of racially insensitive comments that he'd made a long time ago. And the way he responded, a lot of fans were not happy with his so-called apology. He sort of dismissed it a little. Um, He did say that he didn't write those tweets. They were made by his friends using his phone and... Um, he kind of said, I think we should all just move on. I've apologised in the past for everything that, you know, insensitive. But he, he sort of, it was a little bit dismissive, but I think it was all, he was also probably caught off guard. But they were very, they, they were not great comments that were made. They were horrible comments. And so fans were dragging him on social media about that. And as a result, yesterday on his Instagram stories, he addressed it again, but a lot more, with a lot more sincerity and basically said he apologised wholeheartedly for things he'd said in the past. It's not who he is. Um, he's all about inclusivity and that he was very, very sorry for, for making those comments and the way that they, it, it was addressed. So I think hopefully fans will be able to forgive him moving forward. Um, but, yeah, not a good look for Sean, unfortunately. I know. I feel like it's tough because we've um, we've had a few instances like that in Ireland where people have kind of said things years ago and they'll come out and they'll be like, I'm so sorry, I'm a different person now, even if they did genuinely say it. But it's, yes. it's, it's tough though, isn't it? Because it's like, as much as you want to forgive them, there's still a party that's like, ooh, but you said it. And it's like, ooh, but they're different, you know? Yeah, exactly. And for him, I think what it was, was he didn't really take the responsibility for it because he was saying his friends crafted these tweets using his phone and he didn't really know about it at the time and it kind of happened. So, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, sort of dismissed in, in some ways and so a lot of people weren't happy with that and sort of said, you know, you need to take responsibility and be sincere with, with your apology, not blaming your friends. So, yeah, poor Sean, but also not great either, you know, those kind of comments. Uh, there is no excuse for it. 100%. Um, thank you so much. Do you mm-hmm. want to give out any of your social media handles if people want to go and follow you? Yeah, come and find me on Instagram at Susan. That's S-U-S-S-A-N underscore Morad and also on Twitter. And you can also find me daily on Clever News YouTube channel uh, reporting on all the big entertainment news from Hollywood. Amazing. Thank you so much. I will chat to you next week. Sounds great. Chat to you then. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.